0: This is HPR episode 2459 entitled, Free Software's Long Tail. It is posted by first-time host Joey Hess and is about 7 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, response to HPR 2443 colon, PD menu by PD menu's author. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org.
1: and this is a response to HPR 2443 by Dave Morris where he talks about PD menu. Um, I wrote PD menu back in 1996 and then I think I rewrote it in C in 97 and I just was uh, looking for a podcast just now and came across it on my feed and it was, that was a nice surprise. Um, don't often hear from a lot of PD menu users, but over the past couple of decades, Every now and then, somebody will say, hey, I use PD Menu, and I'll be like, wow, I wrote that thing all that time ago, it was kind of my first C program, and here's somebody all these years later still finding a use for it, isn't that great? It's kind of the long tail applied to free software. It seems uh, to me to be one of the best benefits of free software, that you can be, you know, in your own little world doing your thing, and then it'll touch somebody all these years later in some way and help them out. So I wanted to say thanks for the podcast and just ramble just to, for a minute or two about um, what it was like back then when I wrote it. Um, I think I was using um, I was using Linux, of course, back then in 96, and I had a couple of wise dumb terminals that connected over a serial port. And um, so I would, you know, run things on there just to have an extra screen or two. Um, and I think I wrote PD menu to have an easy way to let me and a few of my family members uh, log into those WISE terminals and not have to type a lot of stuff with the command line and just pick something off the menu, which kind of might explain, (laughs) um, Dave was like, wow, there's some old programs on here. There's Pine, and it has uh, Telnet and Finger, and all these, you know, it has a Usenet reader um, just as in the sample menu as programs to run, and it is kind of a snapshot of what I was using back then, which I think is kind of neat. Um, of course, I could update it to have something more modern, but you know what's the point? It, this is an old piece of software, and uh, it's not trying to hide that. But it's still a useful piece of software, I guess. Um, let's see. I should mention that I've still gotten patches for PD Menu, and I haven't actually done any development myself on PD Menu for many years. But every now and then somebody will send in a patch and I'll apply it if it looks decent. And that's good. You know, it keeps it alive. Yeah, I haven't updated it since 2014 or whatever, but if somebody sends in a patch, I might just do that. Um, You know, nowadays I don't write C code, um, at least not if I can avoid it. Um, If I were going to actually work on something like PDMenu now, I'd probably, well, first I'd fix the atrocious um, config file format because it's like this weird comma delimited thing or colon delimited or I forget what but it's a mess um, it's ugly um, it was I think the first config file I probably wrote so I didn't know what I was doing um, and I'd probably write, rewrite it in Haskell and write it in like a tenth of the amount of code and make it much more extensible but the fact of the matter is you don't go back and rewrite your old project from two decades ago just because you feel like it it's more fun to work on something new so I probably never will and I probably will hopefully never look at some of that C code, which I'm sure is pretty atrocious, but apparently hasn't had any major security holes or anything. Oh, um, one other thing I wanted to mention is that PDMenu has kind of had an odd influence on the Debian project over the years. Um, I was a Debian developer for many years, and I uploaded PDMenu into Debian, which probably helps people like Dave Um, come across it because it's still part of the distribution and they can easily install it. Uh, Which So I would, first of all, if you write software that's free software, get it into the major distributions. They are the free software community's app stores, as it were. They're the way that people will discover your software. If it's available in a distribution, it's much easier to get it installed and you're kind of leapfrogging up the adoption ladder by doing that. Even if it's something minor like PD Menu that not many people are going to use, by getting it into a distribution, you've made it much more useful in a way. Uh, but anyway, since it was in Debian, um, and it had this extendable menu thing, so it could make menus by running commands, um, Debian had this menu uh, file that was shipped with with the packages that let... Um, let the package say, okay, this contains this program with, you know, we'll give it this name, blah, blah, simple stuff. Back then there wasn't really a standard for it. So Debian came up with their own. And one day I made PD PD menu support it. So when you run PD menu on a Debian system, by default, you get all the things that have menu items that are installed, which is kind of handy. The weird thing about that is that as Debian kept using the menu system and desktop files got developed by Gnome and by the free desktop project, Um, PDMenu became one of the use cases for the Debian menu system. Like, if we get rid of the Debian menu system, we won't be able to have PDMenu show menus, but nobody, of course, uses PDMenu, and yet people in Debian project somehow know it exists and care about it, which, first of all, good on y'all, but secondly, eh, if I've kind of kept, if PDMenu has um, kept Debian from moving over to desktop files in some way or retarded that progress, maybe that's a downside to it existing right but anyhow who knows it's impossible to tell with these things um we know we go off we write our little things we release them to the world and they get used and they influence the world in ways that we will never guess and the important thing i think is to be mindful about what you're doing but you know try to produce something that's going to be useful to other people i could have written a quick shell script that used dialogue or a quick Perl script that used dialog. And I think that's actually where the P and the D and PD menu come from. It was a Perl script that used dialog at first, then it became a C program using slang. But I could have just stopped at the Perl script and used it myself and never distributed it to anyone, and it would have solved my problem. I could have used it on my dumb terminals, and I would have long ago forgotten about it, and nobody would have used it, and the world would have been just that little tiny bit worse off. Not much, but enough that it's worth doing it. And it's totally worth it when one day you sit down to look for a podcast and you see somebody using something that you've pretty much forgotten you wrote. So thanks, Dave. Thanks, Hacker Public Radio. Thanks for the free software community for making it possible for people to to do this thing. You know, I called it PD Menu, and it's almost like public domain menu, but it is GPL licensed. Um, the new public license, uh, you know, kind of pointed me in the right direction there, and so. I'm very pleased that uh, it's still being used all these years later. That's all. Bye.
0: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself.